0: Why is the media attacking an existing drug being used as a prophylaxis and early intervention for COVID-19? At the same time, they advocate for an experimental drug that hasn't been approved by the Food and Drug Administration either, being used at a different stage of the disease. The reason? Simply because President Trump said the existing drug, hydroxychloroquine, seemed to be effective when used in combination with the antibiotic zithromycin and a zinc supplement early in the process. That's it, folks. It's simple. The hubbub is all about anti-Trump politics. But the debate can mean life or death for those infected. So we're getting the truth about it today on The Rob Manus Show. Hey, folks. I'm very excited to tell you about this new group called Mammoth Nation. Mammoth Nation is on a mission to get Donald Trump re-elected. We talk about this every day. This is so important. The fall election will change our country. And we have to be on it. We can't be complacent. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and join up. It's only $19 a year. It's better than a donation. You get discounts on hotels, shopping, wireless, cable and a bunch of other things. I'm a life member, and I know you'll want to be too. So go to mammothnation.com and sign up right now, and let's win this election for America. During the week of July 18th, Florida hospitals said they were in desperate need of a life-saving medication to help treat the coronavirus patients that were rapidly filling their beds as cases across the state continued to rise at alarming rates. Florida hospitals met with White House officials outlining the critical need for more remdesivir. The treatment has been shown to reduce illness severity and mortality in some patients with COVID-19 shortening hospital stays. The interesting thing about remdesivir is it's a drug that is not curative and it's still investigational, lacking FDA approval, but the media apparently adores it. Contrast that to HCQ, or hydroxychloroquine, and how it's covered by the media. In recent days, this drug, which has been used for lupus and as an antimalarial for decades safely, has been so maligned that doctors are actually being fired for speaking out publicly advocating issues as a prophylactic and in very early stages of the infection. The social media oligarchs are censoring speech, suspending accounts showing a video of a group of doctors made, in some cases, for just mentioning the drug by name. Dr. David Samadi, a world-renowned urologist and front-runner in prostate cancer treatment and robotic-assisted surgery, was suspended by Twitter for advocating for HCQ. And another doctor, uh, Dr. Simone Gold, who appeared in the viral video made by the doctor supporting HCQ treatments at the Capitol, was fired from her job. And then there is what we are witnessing around the country from Marxist domestic terrorists like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Government officials are standing down law enforcement and allowing these folks that hate America to do whatever they please. What the heck's going on in this country today? I hate to say it, but it's not complicated, folks. The media is fighting to remove our current president from being reelected, and they don't care if Americans get the opportunity to any available treatment to COVID-19 or not, or if they're safe on the streets. Frankly, they don't give a damn about anything but their goal. Joining me to discuss this craziness is Newsmax TV host, safety expert, and former NYPD officer, John Cardillo. Well, John Cardillo, my friend, uh, former police officer, Newsmax TV host, uh, safety expert, too. Uh, I think that we've got a show today that's going to test both of our experiences uh, along those realms. And, and the first thing I wanted to talk about, John, was hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir, these two drugs who, that seem to work in different parts of the COVID-19 uh, infection and and uh, uh, and sickness phases, with hydroxychloroquine being more of a prophylactic and maybe very early, and combined with azithromycin and zinc, uh, and then remdesivir after somebody's been hospitalized and is much further along. But the media and the and some people in the government and some people in, on the left in this country are pushing back so hard against hydroxychloroquine uh, chloroquine, I don't understand it. Uh, I've supervised hospitals and medical uh, facilities and operations before. And both of these, if you have doctors saying that they use them to good effect, you should be using them if they're approved to be used. Uh, And with HCQ, it's been approved for, what, 55, 60 years or so? Yeah. uh, For other uses, right? So help us understand why in the heck we are seeing these two different approaches to two drugs that are not FDA-approved for this purpose.
1: You know, I think it comes down to money. Uh, Look, we've got a situation here, and albeit it's anecdotal, but I have a friend, every doctor I personally know, and these are some pretty good doctors, Rob. They believe hydroxychloroquine works if given early, and given with the combination of erythromycin, uh, ZPAC, because that's hard to pronounce, zinc, etc. Now, I've got a friend who's an neurologist, and he went into pain management because he didn't like that doctors were overprescribing opioids. He's very conservative. He's lost patients because he won't prescribe, <clears throat> excuse me, opioids, and he won't overprescribe. <coughs> Sorry. He believes in HCQ, he believes it works, he believes it works, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> excuse me one sec. <coughs> I, had a, I had a dental surgery, so I voice is stuff. But he believes it um, works very well, given early, and he's perplexed as to the politics of why it won't be prescribed. But even worse, he's telling me that if doctors even discuss it's efficacy, they can lose their jobs. That to me seems very dangerous.
0: Yeah, it does seem very dangerous because uh, the people that are in danger are the folks that the patients, that the, that the doctors that do say this has efficacy, HCQ in early uh, infection onset and as and a prophylactic, uh, are being deprived of it in some cases. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big safety issue from my perspective. Uh, and uh, I just don't understand it. And I think, the, I think the leadership in this country at every single level needs to really act on this and say, okay, knock it off. The politics is crazy. We've got lives to save uh, and we're gonna use everything we have available uh, that's within reason and safe to do. And both of those are. And that, yeah. that brings up the case of Dr. Samadhi uh, who I've been a fan of and been following for a long time. I know you, you uh, work with him in Newsmax and, and everything. And, and Twitter, uh, Twitter censored him and locked his account because he was supporting the use of hydroxychloroquine. Uh, it's, it, 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 it's
1: bizarre, right? I mean, it's bizarre yeah. to me that a medical doctor, an accomplished medical doctor, many, mm-hmm. it's not just David Samadhi, it's hundreds, it's thousands yeah. around the world their opinions don't matter. Only right. Anthony Fauci, a guy that doesn't see patients, every other doctor, doesn't matter how accomplished they are, their credentials, their medical school training, they can be Ivy League graduates who save thousands of lives. Yeah. They're disregarded. You're not supposed to listen to them. You're only supposed to listen to Fauci. It is perplexing to these doctors as to why, you said it, right? <clears throat> Hydroxychloroquine, has been prescribed to hundreds of millions of patients for over half a century. What is the harm in letting doctors give it a shot? This is political. No matter what they tell you, it's political. We just have Mm -hmm. to find out who's politics. What is the agenda here? Because it makes no sense. Samadhi's not a PhD. He's not some Eastern medicine doctor who got his degree in in a strip mall. This is a board certified medical doctor Mm -hmm. We've been told since we were children, right? What are we told about doctors? Get a second opinion, except on social media. If you get a second opinion other than Fauci's, you're banned, you're ostracized, potentially suspended permanently.
0: And if a doctor, like the group of doctors that did the video, which I believe is what Dr. Samadhi was commenting on the first time when he got his account locked, uh, if you're a doctor that's used it, that's saying, hey, in my medical opinion, here, I, here are my credentials, I've used it, I think it has efficacy at this point, You know, we need to continue to use this and we need to do it more effectively, especially as a prophylactic and at the onset of this disease, they get shut down and uh, Dr. Simone was fired from her job. Uh, for being on crazy. that video. It's just absolutely crazy. Well, give us a I know you live in Florida. Give us a short update. It seems like things are looking looking really good for Florida, and there wasn't another lockdown, right?
1: No, 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 we're pretty much open. I live in Broward County, so I just went out, I had some lunch. We, we can eat in restaurants, everything you just still can't go to the bar. You can't have anything served to you over a bar, but restaurants are pretty much open. We're basically open, but for that, Idiot! I mean, and that, how dumb is that? I can sit at a high top table that's pushed up against the bar and I can order, but the bartender, now think about this, Rob, think about how ridiculous this is. The bartender can't serve me across the bar with actual distance, but they can walk around the bar to my table where they're six inches from me and serve me there. It does there's no logic. This is just a bunch of, especially here in South Florida, moronic Democrat statists who just want to impose rules for the sake of imposing rules, they do nothing. I can sit at my table without a mask, but I've got to walk to the men's room with a mask. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Again, no health benefit, just little statists who want to maybe get attention from the National Democratic Party, the national big money liberals imposing these dumb rules. And here's the other thing, they told us in Florida, oh my God, your emergency rooms are full. Broward, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, you're the epicenter, you're Crown zero. Two weeks ago, my neighbor broke his toe doing some yard work, drove him to the emergency room. He was in and out of the ER in an hour. There was literally no one there but us. There was no one there. The hospitals are not overrun. The ICUs are not overrun. I don't know where this data is coming from, but on the ground, seeing it, it's not happening.
0: Yeah, it looks like we need to send some citizen journalists back out to the hospitals yes. when you start hearing those stories and actually video inside those emergency rooms. Because, uh, you know, in Florida, has been caught some, uh, some tests coming back that were never completed, but, uh, you know, the non-tested uh, uh, swabs were sent in and came back positive. So we've seen those numbers, That's too. True. And then recently I saw some deaths that were coded, like a guy in a motorcycle accident that was— unfortunately killed in an accident, those coded as COVID-19, and all kinds of things that eventually in a few years, that data is going to get sorted out, and I think there will be a lot of egg on people's faces, but nobody will care because, you know, the election will be gone for two years by then, and that's what this is all about, John. But Speaking of elections and and the crazy stuff that's going on, let's shift gears Uh, a little bit based on the news that's coming out this week uh, with police officers and law enforcement and riots. And uh, I call them BLM terrorists, just like Antifa are terrorists. Uh, You know, uh, uh, Chief Best uh, from Seattle has resigned now because the Seattle Council has defunded their police department. Uh, Give us your thoughts on that and uh, those kinds of things happening in places like Portland and Seattle and Chicago and New York, uh, where are we going in this country with law enforcement?
1: Well, people are going to get killed. Look, I, I came into the New York City Police Department under David Dinkins as mayor. And uh, I was I worked there for a few months before Rudy Giuliani came in and fixed things. The, the bottom line is, Dinkins, we thought, was the worst mayor in American history and nobody would ever be worse. We were wrong. We were wrong because uh, Durkin in Seattle and, and uh Ted Stevens over in, uh, or what's his name? Uh, over in Wheeler in uh, uh, Portland and Bill de Blasio in New York, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. They are proactive. You see, David Dinkins back in the 90s didn't do anything. He was just inactive. He was, a, you know, he was there, placeholder, making some money for his family on the office, but he didn't proactively try to destroy the city. These, this new breed of Democrat, These are committed Marxists, radical leftists. They're trying, Rob, to destroy these cities. People are going to die. They are dying. You're seeing shootings, murders in broad daylight in New York City, something we haven't seen since 1994. I mean, it's that bad. Courthouses being stormed in Portland, Seattle police chief resigning. The byproduct of this, the good people the taxpayers, the business owners are suffering. The residents are suffering. And these Democrats, they have blood on their hands. People will most certainly die because these mayors have ceded the streets to thugs. And make no mistake, you're right. Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist organization. It's not about racial justice. It's not about social inequality. They are a Marxist terror group and they are engaging in violent crime. People are dying, children, children, are being murdered in the streets.
0: They certainly are. And uh, this week in Chicago, we saw the latest outburst of it. You actually had Black Lives Matter activists uh, speaking from their organization's perspective, uh, saying that it was okay to loot, it was okay to riot, okay to destroy property, uh, because that's slave reparations. Reparations for slavery, uh, and, and those are all tropes. That the Marxists try to use because they like the Marxism, the you know the incubation of it likes instability in society, and they have to change that and break that society down in order to start getting their tentacles actually effectively embedded so they can operationalize their ideology, and that's what's being witnessed uh, uh, now. Uh, now uh, it's a very difficult thing to take over the entire country of the United States of America, but. They have begun to start that process, and they're doing it where their fertilization has been very, very effective over the last few decades, and that's in the major cities of the United States. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. Look, this isn't happening in conservatively governed areas, right? It's happening in Seattle, in Portland, New York, Chicago. This isn't happening in areas with conservative governance. It's not happening in areas with moderate governance democratic governance. I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We're all blue, but it's moderate blue. See, even the Democrats, if I, when I go to the west parts of Broward County, which are blue. I mean, when I, when I tell you they are blue, blue, blue. But you know what yeah. else they vote for? They vote blue, but in their when they go to a homeowner association meeting, they also vote for that off-duty police officer in uniform and a marked car to park in their driveway at night. They're moderate blue. You're not seeing that in our area. You're seeing it in the most left-wing radical democratic cities. So this is a byproduct of that political ideology. You're 100% right.
0: Yeah, I live in Louisiana. We have a Democrat governor and I live right outside or inside yeah. the New Orleans greater metro area, but I'm in a conservative county or parish is what we call them here. Uh, but but even in New Orleans, we, we haven't seen the Antifa and Black Lives Matter right. people be able to Uh, get violence going because folks are just not interested in that. Uh, They're interested in in fighting the good fight, which is, hey, yeah, all Americans should be equal and treated equally. And it's baloney when something wrong happens and we need to fix it uh, and figure out why it happened uh, and really get real solutions out there. Man, Well, John, I appreciate your your coming on today and talking about these things. Uh, How can folks find you and get hold of you uh, so they can help you get your message out?
1: Easy, just check me out on Twitter at John Cardillo and hopefully my voice will be in better shape next time we do this, Rob, thanks a lot.
0: Yes, sir, have a good day, my friend. You
1: too. Mammoth Nation is the discount club for conservatives. You get great discounts on name brand products and services, and the proceeds help candidates who support the right causes. Plus, the money you save from just one purchase can pay for your entire membership. Liberal Democrats are destroying America, and we can't let Joe Biden be president. It's time to join the fight. Strength in numbers. We give the silent majority a resounding voice. Go to mammothnation.com and let's win this fight together.
0: Well, I'd like to thank John Cardillo for coming on the show this week to discuss all the nuttiness that's going on from the political pandemic to law and order uh, to everything else. We appreciate his efforts, and uh, I'll see you again next week on The Rob Manish Show.